When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glory, glory's on the Vosper. Glory, glory's on the Vosper. Glory, glory's on the Vosper. And the Spurs go marching on. Hello. Good evening, good day, welcome wherever you're around the world. It's the Spurs Show, our second show of the week. Well, this Sunday we face Norwich City, knowing that one point, one point against a relegated side will be enough for us to qualify for the Champions League yet again. Joining me to look forward to this game, uh, returning ex-Cotto twin and label head of the wonderful record label, Bella Union. Simon Raymond, how are you, Simon? I am very well, sir. Very, very well indeed. Thank you for coming back on the show and also returning a TV exec and the marathon, the man, the mouth, the man, the man who's run more marathons than Eddie Izzard. He's back down low returns. How are you, Dan? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. He's something I did defended him, and uh, he, he's. I think he's frozen back. No, sorry, yeah. my, my Dan, work. Just um, <laughs> how many marathons have you done this year before we we crack on? Uh, I have done two. I have done thirty five in total, and I am doing one on Sunday, which is why I'm not going to Norwich. Really? This yeah. was booked a while back. Yeah, I didn't think there was any. I didn't think there was going to be anything for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the season was still going to be going at this point. I, I know. We, I thought we'd, we were looking at Europa Conference League at best. Yeah, so um, exactly. Yeah, I can't, can't pull out now. But I'm doing two in six days um, wow. from Sunday. So I'm doing. Um, uh, I'm doing the um, Windermere Marathon on Sunday, and then I'm doing the Luxembourg Night Marathon uh, following Saturday, the day of the Champions League final. Uh, do you do this for charity, or are you just no, just doing it for my own? Nobody cares fun. anymore. Like you can't keep people who people who ask for like sort of sponsorship when you've been running for years are idiots. Mm. Like they're just you know they're, they're, it's annoying to keep asking people for sponsorship. So no, I can't I can't raise any more uh, money. Um, uh, Spoke show listeners were very generous a few years ago when I did oh, my first lovely. marathon. Um, so, so no, I don't. No one's impressed anymore. Everyone's got a, a bit of a sort of put it away vibe now. Why do you um, keep doing it? Is it to keep beating a personal best? What's what's the method behind it? I'm running away from myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I just like it. I like I like running. Right. Um, I'm sort of I'm you know I'm 43 now, and um, I've kind of got good at it now. I just mm. qualified for the Boston Marathon uh, wow. a couple of weeks ago, so I went from the Brentford away <laughs> game to Southampton. Uh, did the Southampton Marathon and qualified for Boston. So I think it would be silly to give up now. Um, my knees don't appear to be uh, mm-hmm. to be wearing out. But yeah, I'll, um, 
I, I did a 10K recently where I was in the starting pen with Mo Farah. Wow. I mean, obviously, I didn't finish anywhere near him, mm. but I was I was behind uh, that gooner. But the starting line, you were uh, level. Yeah, at least I was in the same. I had the same kind of qualifying time to get the, start, the same starting pen as him. But yeah. Um, yeah, he beat me by eight minutes. Amazing. And um, so Sunday, interesting because I know you are a real home and away boy. And uh, I don't know if they said on YouTube the wonderful away days mini YouTube shows that were almost like the Martin Peters of uh, <laughs> football travelogues. They were 10 years ahead of their time, those away days. Are they still available for people to watch? Yeah, I think they are. A couple of them got taken a, a couple of them got taken down for copyright reasons. I could oh. never quite figure out because I was never a YouTube partner and I never enabled all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so there's a few. We did quite a few of them. I can't remember, but, but most of them are still on there. I never check the channel anymore, but, mm. um, but yeah, yeah, feel free to, go if you haven't there. seen them, go ahead and watch them. They were me and my mate Tim travelling around Europe yeah. and... And, um, and and around the north of England having adventures. And, and uh, honestly, I many, many people have copied your style that you did all those years ago. Um, let, let them have it. But they have, but they have. Um, so, so on Sunday, are, are you going to be running one of those sort of kids' old transistor radios that you used to smuggle into school, uh, into school to listen to the FA Cup third round draw with the little sort of, just the one little headphone that always gets a bit of earwax in it? Are you kind of <laughs> going to be doing that as you run along? Uh, hopefully, I will have finished the marathon long before four o'clock. Oh. Yeah, oh, so, okay. so it shouldn't take me more than sort of three and a half hours, approximately. But so I should be on the train back um, by four o'clock. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be trying to watch it on the train Wi-Fi, which is um, yeah, bit of a bit of a sort of fool's errand. But um, but yeah, I'll give it a go. I'm I'm very confident. I'm very confident mm. that that nothing is going to go wrong. So well, uh, annoyingly, I'm in the air. I I, I booked a uh, 24 hours to, to to go to Portugal, and I booked it all now. One of those things you can't change the flight, and I'm literally flying at 4:20, <laughs> oh and I'm God. just hoping. I'm hoping some airlines have the Wi-Fi now, and I'm just got this. Being a top typical Tottenham fan, I've just got this fear of getting to Luton Airport and getting the phone and then just seeing this this result and you're like, what has happened? What has happened? Simon, what will happen on Sunday? Are you supremely confident or are you like a true Tottenham fan? And you think, because I, you know what I relate it to? I remember in 77, the year we went up, we played our last home game of the season, midweek game against relegated Hull City. And we couldn't put the ball in the net. In the end, I think John Duncan literally nudged the goalie from a corner. The ball fell down and Perriman put it in. We place went crazy. So I know there's previous games you think you're going to roll over. We're going to win these easily. The team's already gone. You know, they've got nothing, they've got nothing to lose, Norwich. You know, they've still got good players there. It's their last game. I think people think this is going to be an easy win. A slightly deluded. I think if... <laughs> it's a tough one because history tells us not to get carried away, doesn't it? But mm. I think when Dean Smith took over uh, Norwich, we we broke his, He was playing. They were playing pretty well when he took yeah, over. Yeah, they had like three unbeaten, weren't they? Yeah, they? and then they played us and Lucas Moura scored an absolutely amazing goal. Uh, Sonny scored and Sanchez scored, of all people. So, and we, we beat them 3-0 fa- fairly, comfortab- fairly comfortably. Mm. I don't think it'll be an easy game. Uh, but Norwich do like to get forward. You know, they do they do have some players in the in the middle, of, and and they will try and play through Pookie. And I, I don't I think it will be relatively open play from them. 
don't see them just sitting 11 men behind the ball. Because there's, no what's, what's there's no point. There's no point. They've got nothing to defend. Yeah, it'd be think, really sad if they go right, break us down yeah, and all that. It. Whatever. What's the point? It's their last yeah, game of the season. Burnley would, they're relegated. Well, I can see Burnley doing that. I can see other teams doing it. But I don't think Norwich will do it. Um, yeah. Not because they want to get beat three 0 but just because that's the kind of football they play. So I'm, I'm co- relatively confident, even though history tells me not to be. But um, mm. I'll, I'll, yeah. I, and, and and obviously since since Mora's uh, Kane Son Kane and Mora were so good in, in in periods in that first half of the season, obviously Lucas has gone sort of out of the frame slightly, and uh, as Kulusevski's come in and done done so beautifully, um, I think maybe on maybe on Sunday it would be a good idea to start Lucas because I actually really? he played really really well for the sixty minutes he was on. He was dangerous. He took. He took players on. He got to the byline. He crossed it. I mean, yeah, he's always going to lose the ball. He's going to do a couple of silly fouls and whatnot. But I think on the whole, Lucas played actually very well last week. And um, I would be quite happy if he started the game if if, if Kulisevsky wasn't quite ready. I think, well, I mean, I think Kulisevsky, you hope, will recover. I think he will start. Dan, obviously, there's the, the Norwich and that whole East Anglia area. Uh, there's a huge amount of Tottenham support. There's always, whenever I go down there that way on holiday, there's always so many Tottenham fans. I already know, as, as you said, tickets were available. Um, there's now a huge scramble for fans to be there. I know that um, Norwich do a corporate ticket for £200 a dinner. Those have sold out as soon as the uh, Arsenal lost to Newcastle. There was even more expensive £1,000. I think for £1,000, you probably go on the subs bench for Norwich. Uh, you get in the last 10 minutes. They've all gone. Tottenham fans, black market's gone crazy. Do you have any concerns or you do think, under Conte, this is a different Tottenham team they know how big this is this isn't the same as Pochettino Newcastle 5-1 where you know we got pipped to second place well, that, uh, and I think I think that scenario. game that game is the sort of archetypal last season fuck up really and I think like it's worth that game was worse than the Zanya game definitely yeah um that was that was like the most humiliating I genuinely don't think I could do this anymore uh, you know, we tried to, at 4-1, me and Tim tried to leave uh, Newcastle um, and we didn't even manage to get anywhere near down the egg to the exit. We were trying to get down the stairs and we tried to get down the, and we didn't even manage to get down to the exit by the time the fifth goal went in. It was like we couldn't leave, like we were tied. It was like we were being tortured. And I think that was the sort of like, you know, it wasn't just weak mentality, it was fate that was destroying us that time. And I just think it's not going to happen Again, although that the following year, 2016-17, you know, that's the best Tottenham team that there's been in my lifetime. I think the team that did finish second to Chelsea's mm. uh, the last season at YR Lane and uh, that finished second to Conte's Chelsea. Um, no, I just, I can't see, you know, nothing I know about football suggests that we're going to get, you know, less than at least a draw on, um, on Sunday. Norwich are not good enough. We are very good, and we should have a bit of you know, have a bit of faith, have a bit of um, have a bit of have a bit of belief in in a team that has done quite a lot to earn our belief this season. Mm. And we've also got the incredible uh, chance Homin's son could uh, get the golden mm. boot. Uh, and this is, I mean, I know Salah has uh, had some injury problems. Uh, he's only ahead on the because the penalties he takes. That again, if Tottenham got top four and Homan Son wins the golden boot, uh, would be 
beautiful, wouldn't it, Simon? Because he is seems to be a lovely, lovely man and has turned into one of, rightly so, one of the fans' favourite players of all time. Yeah, absolutely. And he was very unlucky not to, to get a couple of goals uh, on Thursday night. Uh, the two saves from from Pope were exceptional. Mm. I mean, the second one, okay, it was more at him. He just the had to first kind of one, yeah. palm it away. Yeah. But yeah, that first save, I mean, I you know, we were up in the air. We were, we were like, that's a goal, that's yeah. in the net. Because he was mm. actually going the other way. And he, he managed yeah. to change, change the shape of his body. Uh, it was an absolutely stunning save. So he could be ahead of Salah right now if those two had gone mm. in. So I feel a bit sorry for him. And he definitely looked a little miffed for a minute there when he... He, yeah. got, he got taken off. But um, I think he'll score. I think he likes playing against Dean Smith's team. He scored an absolutely beautiful goal um, against Villa when we beat, when we beat him 2-1 last, last year, uh, a, a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I feel good about it as much as I can possibly feel good about it, given what we know. But, yeah, Dan's absolutely right. We we have a team and a squad of players and a manager we, for, the, for the first time in a long while that we can really, really, really believe in. They, un, they don't look like they've got big mistakes in them. I mean, yes, individual players do, do do silly things from time to time, but it's not really costing us. And that's, that's what's so lovely is that, mm. you know, yeah, Sanchez comes in from Romero. Everyone sees the team news and goes, oh, blimey. But he actually steps up to the plate. Nervous few minutes mm. at the start of that game, for sure. He was. He made a couple of misplaced passes and everyone was on his on his case but he he recovered and played well and he actually yeah. passed the ball beautifully during the Burnley game into midfield in areas that he was never we normally normally you just like lump it forward or just yeah. bomb it down the line but he was actually playing lovely balls in through the middle of the park into Bentoncourt and Hoiberg and I, that gives me a lot of faith that mm. that that Conte is teaching these players really really good habits yeah, well, let's go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get your predictions for the last game of the season. Back in one minute. And we're back for the break. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Leave us a nice review on iTunes, uh Spurs show merchandise. We've got some beautiful T-shirts, sweatshirts, phone covers. We've got a brand new, uh, we bought it back, Bob Marley in a sort of a 1981 Spurs shirt, Panini sticker, uh, brand new Homin Sun uh, design, Antonio Conte as well. Uh, go to the links on the description to this podcast and get that. Next week is our final show uh, well, normal Spurs show this season with Paul Hawksby, Jeff Pope and David Harris. But never fear, after that, we'll be bringing back the mini-series Top 10 Tottenham. Uh, Simon and Dan will be some of the guests. We've got some other great guests giving us their their greatest Top 10 Tottenham moments uh, with lots of interesting audio. So lots to listen to before we then return uh, for another season in August. Dan, we, we, we were sort of surmising there before the break how Norwich will play. They're already relegated. It's no point in them going, oh, we need a point today, lads. Uh, they're in front of their fans. They, they, they like to play football. Do you think the way they play, being quite open, means the gaps are going to be there for us to pick them, off, pick them up on the break? Do you, do you see that's the way the game's going to go? Well, Newcastle were already relegated when we lost 5-1 to them in, uh, yeah. in 2016, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but no, I thought um, 
it really depends on um you know what happens to kind of unlock the door against um Norwich you know they they mm. collapsed in the first half when Mora scored that goal which actually I think was probably yeah. I think Mora's goal against Norwich's goal of the season I don't know why it ended mm. up being Bergwijn's um uh, I don't know why I feel injustice about that but I think that's the most pressing yeah. issue in the world right now um but yeah I think <laughs> I think we'll either win 3-0 and and pick them off easily um, or we'll lose one nil, and Arsenal will lose as well. Oh, the scenario! Arsenal, Arsenal won't oh. beat Everton. I mean, Everton need a result, and uh, and I can see them. I can see Arsenal's misery being compounded, and them losing at home in the final day of the season. Well, Arsenal, obviously, um, Everton. We were calling this before uh, they played uh, Crystal Palace, but you hope that uh, Everton will still need something. Uh, on that game and the way Arsenal are at the moment absolutely on the floor um, the scenario of them actually just losing to Everton or drawing I think is is possible but I, my heart could not take us blown whistle we've lost there's now five minutes of injury time still at Arsenal I I, I literally think I will have a cardiac arrest I, I, I can't even compute yeah. that feeling uh, I, that's horrendous Dan horrendous uh, imagery you've given us, Simon. It, it, surely that can't happen. <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> it's football. It can happen. Um, but let's let's have some faith. I think we're going to win the game, not comfortably. It couldn't possibly be comfortable. It's Tottenham, but I think we'll win it two nil. I was I was thinking two two, but I think it, well, I think we'll concede. Uh, and it wouldn't have surprised me if we actually concede first. Uh, but I think we will go on to win 3-1. Uh, and uh, that will be Champions League qualification. Dan, I know you gave us two scenarios there. W- which one are you going to go with? While you're, you're, I know you're, you would have finished your run by then. Uh, no, 3-0. 3-0 Spurs. I think, I think we, you know, as I was sort of saying in the last show, we have to start acting like a club that's going to win. Yeah. Um, and we have to stop this kind of like victim sort of mentality poor us mm. it's it's always spurs we always screw up you know that that ends now we've got we've got a team of sort of winners we've got a team of mediocre players who look like world beaters um uh, and some of the best players that has ever played at the mm. club you know kane and kane and son i think son Absolutely. son now has to be recognized as one of the best players him. we've ever Absolutely. we've ever had in in the sort of you know 600 year history of the club um mm. I, I think i think we've got to have a bit of faith <laughs> and uh norwich are crap as well so there's that too dan if we do qualify uh on sunday night how uh big an achievement is that when you look at where we were um when conte came in we just lost 3-0 to a wretched manchester united team at home it was awful fans booing he came in he's had some bad results as well Famously, we talked in the last show, the Burnley game, when he lost it, he was like, maybe, you know, I shouldn't be here. Where's his heart on his sleeve? The the, the turnaround, and, and yeah, there's something very infectious about him, very likeable. Yes, I think he's got a bit of a screw loose, but I think a lot of geniuses have. Uh, how big an achievement do you think it will be if we get top four this season? Well, very big. But I think also you look at like, you know, when when Nuno left, like it was five and five in the league, you know, we'd won five, yeah. we'd lost five. So actually the, the situation Conte inherited wasn't incredibly terrible, but this isn't like when we qualified for the Champions League in 2019, where we limped to the finish line and no one else wanted to get in. You remember the year that we made the Champions League final? Mm. Our champ- we made the Champions League that year, right? 
despite continually losing from December onwards. Uh, and it's because mm. no one else wanted to get in. We'll make the Champions League this time if we do, because we wanted to win the most and we were the best team. You know, it's kind of as simple mm. as that. And there were, there were, it looked a few weeks ago like we needed five or six players to potentially be competitive next season. And actually he's turning some of those players into, into something. Sessegnon's the best example of that. And, you know, you can see what he's doing. I felt from about the second or third game, I knew exactly what Conte ball actually involved. And and it's it's subtle, it's clever, it works all over the park, but what he's getting, what he's asking them to do, they are now doing. Uh, and I think tactically, he he's the best coach I've seen at Spurs. He's miles ahead of Mourinho, um, although probably not as good man management as Pochettino and Redknapp were. Mm. Fair enough, that's a, a good assessment. Uh, Simon, before we sign off... Um... Any uh, new albums uh, you'd like to plug? Any new bands you'd like to uh, recommend the discerning Spurs show audience to? Yeah, I could give you a couple. I think I recommend. Please do. A, a rec- I, I bought the last album you mentioned. I went out. Thank you. Fully Penelope enjoyed Isles. the uh, it female band. Penelope Isles, I think it was. Yes. Yes. I really um, well, we've just had a couple of uh, of top five albums in the album chart this in the last month. We've, we 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 had uh, Father John Misty released his album uh, in, 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 in April, and that was followed a week later by the new spiritualised album, which is called Everything Was Beautiful, and that went in at number five in the album chart. So um, we've, we feel like we're on a bit of a roll at the moment. So, Fantastic. And I've also, mm-hmm. you're, there's uh, on, um, oh God, what's the label? The label, you all know this, come to me. There's been a re-release, well, a new compilation of uh, Dusty Springfield uh, sings Soul, and your father yes. was the arranger on, on most of the tracks. Yes, and he also wrote "I Only Want to Be with You." Wow, which, uh, which is yeah, which is a great a great honour to be his son. <laughs> so yeah, he he was a brilliant producer and a brilliant arranger. Worked with Dusty and the Walker Brothers and Bowie and all sorts of incredible people. So um, yeah, I guess what did he do with Bowie? He did the string arrangement on "Love You Till Tuesday." Oh, do 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 do. Exactly. Look outside your window. <laughs> it is Anthony. Outside. It is Anthony. Little Newley me moment. is waiting. Yeah. Wonderful. It's sort of the newly era. I, yeah, did, I love. I love the strings yeah, on that. Exactly on images. Beautiful. Um, on I might just stretch it till Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever the line was. Oh, wonderful. Have, oh, you, have, you, have you heard uh, Adam Buxton? Do you know Adam? You know Adam yes. Buxton. He does a fantastic yes. David Bowie impression. Oh my word! He I'm does. actually going to see him tonight. Oh really? Yeah, is yeah, his yeah. Bug? Is he's bug playing. Uh, he's doing something at this place called the Beach House Stage in Brighton. I'm not 100 percent sure what it is he's doing, but I've been invited along, so I'm excited oh, to see lovely. him. Mm-hmm. fantastic well there you are so father john misty spiritualized or uh, i don't know if the family still gets royalties the uh new re-release of dusty springs from sing soul i'm trying to think it's not the Decker. Not charlie is it Decker? no it's yeah. who's the label that does all the old like northern soul and charlie stuff out it might be charlie I, or I ace can't remember. ace ace records it is ace it's yes. on ace records and uh, that's out as well. Dan, what should we be watching on your wonderful station, Channel 5? What's coming up? Well, just watch everything. I think that's the main... Uh, that would be... Just have it on constantly. Um, just turn Channel 5 on and then, like, it's fine if you die and then just go just in another room. Like, as long as it's on, we get the ratings. That's... that's. Is I mean, don't. What, is there anything you've been working on that you're particularly proud of that's out in the next few well, weeks? Well, I mean, Channel Five they work us pretty hard, so we've got lots and lots of stuff on all the time. Um, I, I've got Susan Kalman's 
uh, Antiques Adventure, which is going to be stripped across right. five nights in the next. Uh, that's starting on the probably starting on the thirtieth of May. We think that's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock every night. Uh, that's very good. I would watch that if you. Um, uh, I, I made a program at TK Maxx a couple of weeks ago. They got a lot of press. Oh. Very entertaining. It revealed how TK Maxx really keep their prices low, uh, which is my oh. favourite subject. I think I became quite obsessed with it. Oh, okay. It, was, Look at it was like solving a murder. Um, and uh, then what else have we got coming up? Oh, just ge- just general good stuff. There's there's a uh, and summer on the farm live will be on in July uh, against. Um, with uh, Helen Skelton, Jules Hudson, and all those guys. That's a really fun show. If you haven't watched it, I definitely recommend. That's five uh, five nights of the week, live farmy frolics, a bit like Spring Watch meets the Word. Very entertaining. Done the last couple of years of it, and it's it's a joy to it's a joy to make and watch. I think. Lovely. You know the one that, that's not on your channel that I hope come Sunday night we will be rubbing our hands waiting to see is Amazon Prime's All or Nothing Arsenal. Uh, Don't forget they followed Arsenal all this season and I can't wait to see I mean it'd be interesting because I know we we, at the Spurs show we were in the Tottenham one we got approached I don't know if it's the same production company or different production company. They did quite a lot of filming with us. It was very interesting then what was used, what wasn't used. Pochettino was literally just episode one, leaving with his box. That was it type thing. So it'll be very interesting what uh, they show. But let's hope we see some hilarious, hilarious uh, dressing room footage of Arsenal's implosion this season. Well, everyone at home, fingers crossed, be there, support the team, whether you're there watching around the world let's that positive energy as dan said let let's start thinking of us as a club that can go on and do things uh let's hope when we're here next week we are talking about champions league qualification for another season simon thank you so much again thank for you. joining us i look forward to speaking to you soon when we do our top 10 tottenham and dan as well I'm looking forward to chatting to you in a, in a couple of weeks' time as well, hopefully, uh, with your top 10 Tottenham. I imagine there's going to be some obscure ones in there. No, I, th- I, I think... I, I games think only you went no, to. I think I'm going to do top 10 worst Spurs perform- worst performances Fair in enough. a Spurs shirt, I reckon. Single yeah. players okay. in individual performances right. in the Spurs shirt. So contact me on Twitter okay. if anybody's got any uh, um, anything they want me to consider. Fair enough. Lovely. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you so much, Dad. Thank you so much, everyone at home. Until next week, come on, you Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.